is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. The NBA regular season is upon us, and DraftKings has a huge offer for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up. Those new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Simple and easy. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And then make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus based as free bets. One boost per eligible game for the stepped-up same-game parlay boost that everybody can take part of. Opt-in required, deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply, eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. It is a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It's hour number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Oh, we're back in the studio because we had a computer issue. Did I say hour three? I said hour two. It's one of those days. Okay. We were set up at Rails High. We had just a beautiful event with our annual Michigan, Michigan State Week Huge Rivalry Cup where we take listeners to three nine-hole matches. Jim Bolton and his team set it up. Chili, hot dogs at the turn. Just beautiful summer-like day. Had Tudor Dixon on the show. Met her people out there. I, I am getting a few requests. Are you going to put Whitmer on? Yes, I will do the equal time thing and I'll ask her office. Bill Simonson here for the Huge Show. Can GW come on the H-U-G-E-S-H-O-W? I will. Night. Can you people give it a rest? J.R. From Grand Rapids, listening on 96 won the game on the huge text chain. You just showed your political colors. What? Because I had her on? I was going to interview Whitmer, but she wanted me to wear a mask during the interview. But I'll still make that request. Okay? 
I'm not showing any political favoritism. I'm not. I'm not. I will request that. I have to by FCC rules. I have to do equal time. So how many minutes she was on? What was Tudor on? Eight minutes, maybe? Okay, you're doing your fingers again, Superfly. That reminds me of when you started with me. And your fingers look like you were like E.T. or something. Like big, long fingers. Look like you had Slim Jims for fingers. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so we had some computer issues. I had to come back to the 96 won the Game studios in downtown GR. Those things happen. We never went off air, even though you heard me attempt the first interview with Tudor Dixon where I couldn't hear. Did she hear me? No? That's a good interview. But then she came back an hour later and still said she wanted to be on the show because she finds it to be the most provocative sports show in the state of Michigan. And she approved that message. Bud Light, the huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you have faith that Dan Campbell is the guy to take the Lions to places they look like they were going the first two and a half games of the year? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, that will play their home games inside beautiful Van Andel Arena. They made that move Thursday night, November 10th, is opening night for the Gold at Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets across the state and the Van Andel Arena box office. Let me know when the Pistons play some defense again. Give me a call. Let's go talk to Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, one of the best NFL insiders in America. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line. You know, you and I talked a couple times during training camps this summer, Frank, and both of us, and not me because I'm doing a statewide show in Michigan, but I really thought the Lions were in that next group. Pretty much every national prognosticator said they were on that next bubble, and then they start the season one and one They're leading Minnesota by 10 in Minneapolis, and you're like, they look legit, and the bottom falls out, and they're getting worse every week, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this team. Yeah, it's really disappointing. And it wasn't just this blind optimism with the Lions. It was rooted in the fact that they had a ton of close games last year and a really bad record in close games. And that usually flips around. That That's usually pretty unlucky. And they played well at the end of last year. And they, they had a good offseason, or so I thought. And, you really, and you're right, through, you know, two games and three quarters, it was like, mm. okay, they're fine. Like, this is actually pretty good. You know, you look back on the Eagles' loss in week one. Okay, you lost the Eagles. The Eagles are probably the best team in the NFC. And then it's just completely fallen apart. And, I mean, it's just weird, too, how the offense has just disappeared. I mean, you thought through, you know, four games or five games or whatever it was that, all right, the Lions could be one of those teams that they can't stop anybody, but they could – you know, be in shootouts and be interesting at least. And then you go from that to two straight games without a touchdown. Uh, that's confounding to me. It's all just bad for the Lions right now. And, you know, I mean, Campbell, 
Uh, he, he he does a lot of things that you like out of a head coach. He seems like a good leader and all that. But what he's really been, I think anyway, unable to do is keep this team's confidence level high. I mean, you, you drop that game to Minnesota, you shouldn't go straight in the tank after that. You're only one and two. You're fine. You, there's no reason to really panic at that point. But it just, from the outside looking in, it looks like one of those cases where the Lions just fell into the abyss of, you know, hey, we were a four-win team last year, whatever, the three-win team last year, whatever they were. We're the Detroit Lions. have no history of success. Here we go again, and we're just going to be bad again. He just didn't seem to be able to kind of keep them from going down that spiral. There's some crazy stories that have developed, and we're less than halfway through the 2022 NFL regular season. When you look at the Lions bottoming out, Tom Brady – Seems incredibly frustrated with everything, and that could be related to personal issues. If you have those at home, I don't care who you are, they're going to go with you when you go to work. Uh, the Packers have hit rock bottom. I Look at these. I know you do the storyline business at Yahoo Sports, but it's crazy right now. Things you never saw coming back uh, third week of August. Yeah, and, and you know it's funny that you know you mentioned the pa- Packers and the Buccaneers together because it's almost hard to separate them at this point because the so- stories are so similar. Where these are two teams we both uh, everybody expected to be contenders this year, and but they had you know really talented rosters, and you were hoping, hey, the the, the quarterback has lost some guys around him. Brady lost Gronkowski. Rodgers obviously lost Devontae Adams. And they were both at an age where you're like, this could turn at any point. And, you know, even though Brady is seven, I believe, seven years older than Rodgers, everybody other than Brady has pretty much fallen off at the age Aaron Rodgers is at right now. It is unbelievably rare to do what Brady's doing into his mid forties. That's not the norm. He's the exception. So Brady and Rodgers were at these ages where you're like, uh, okay, this, the, the expiration date could hit at any time, and it certainly seems to have. I'm not saying either of these guys are bad. They certainly aren't. But especially in Brady's case, he looks like an average quarterback. Now, I have to say, being an average quarterback in the NFL at age 45 is unbelievable. It is absolutely, positively never been seen before. But when you go from second in the MVP voting to an average quarterback, well, that's a big drop. And I don't think the Buccaneers are really prepared for that. I don't think they, they're really equipped to handle Brady being not the top five quarterback, but maybe a top 15 quarterback. And they, they haven't been able to adjust well. And they've lost the two, they've lost the two of the worst teams of football the last two weeks. I, I don't know that they can get themselves out of this. It just looks kind of broken for them. Packers, I, I guess they can get better. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is necessarily hitting the wall, but I, he didn't do anything to help him yesterday either. I, it, it was 47 passing yards in the first half against the Washington Commanders. Like, what are you doing? They're two and a half games behind the Vikings. If they lose to the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, which they should, they're three and a half games behind the Vikings. If the Vikings handle their business against Arizona, I just I don't know that either of these teams can get out of this tailspin. I, I think it's just both of these teams and their both quarterbacks have kind of hit the wall a little bit and started to decline both at the same time. It's crazy, man. Look at you know Ryan out in Indy. Uh, Erlinger is going to be the cold starter for the rest of the season. Wentz, I don't think he's getting his quarterback job back in Washington after the commanders beat the Packers. And yeah, he's, you know, I, I think Brady, and I, I agree with you that 
his longevity has created a false sense of security for NFL teams with their star quarterbacks that they can go that long. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Uh, it, it was it was strange how a lot of NFL teams looked at Tom Brady playing great at 42, 43, even 44 last. I mean, Tom Brady led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns last year. And they all said, okay, well, our quarterback can do that too when every other quarterback has basically been dust at 39 is, is usually – I think that – there's a stat out there that I, you know, Elway, Marino, and a couple other Hall of Fame quarterbacks all, all kind of retired at the same age, and I think it was 39, might have been 38 even. It's just, it's really rare. Favre did it, Warren Moon did it for a little bit. Like right at 40, nobody has gone beyond really 41 and had any success. So, yes, it was absolutely foolish for teams to just say, well, Brady did it. Everybody can do it. Now, Brady's a freak. Brady is uh, – nobody else has really done what he's done in the history of the NFL. So, yes, I do think teams have – it threw teams off that the Colts were like, oh, sure, Matt Ryan. Tom Brady's great at 44. Of course Matt Ryan could be good at 38. Well, not necessarily. I mean, most quarterbacks aren't that good at that age. So, I think everybody, every smart team, at least in the NFL, kind of has to recalibrate and just say, we're not using Brady as, as an example anymore because nobody's ever going to do that again. This is what it is for quarterbacks. And once you reach 37, 38, it's just warning signs blaring everywhere that, no, it's not going to continue as it, as it has continued. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider joining us. Yeah, so a lot of moving. Uh, Rodgers, I saw this note. Uh, a double-digit underdog for the first time in his NFL career. Wow. Unbelievable, right? Yeah, 213 games, and he's never been a double-digit underdog. Most he'd been was eight and a half. And now that's, uh, that was eight years ago at Seattle. This, you know, this week he's ten-and-a-half-point underdog at Buffalo. <laughs> and I, it's going to be really interesting to see. Like, do they have any fight left? I mean, I, I assume so. I, I assume we're going to... We're going to see the Packers kind of backed into a corner here, and, and whatever they got, we're going to see on Sunday, Sunday night. Uh, but this, if they go out and this Bills team would turn off your lights really quick, if they go out and lose to the Bills 38-10 or whatever, which is, I mean, I guess on the table, then where do we go with the Packers? I, I mean, I just. Even in, in the most optimistic scenario, I don't know if the Packers can beat this team. I, I guess any given Sunday type of deal, but they're definitely not as good as the Bills. They have to go play at the Bills who are coming off a bye week, so they're going to be well-rested. Uh, this could get you know three and five. Like I said, they, if everything holds to form, they're waking up next Monday morning, three and a half games out of first place in the NFC North. And the Vikings already have the game in hand on them from the week one win. So it can spiral pretty quickly for the Packers here. And what we're talking about when we look at the Packers bottoming out, the Bears not using fields the right way. They look in total disarray with a young, inexperienced head coach. And you look at the Vikings who have been lucky, but you make your own luck. And the Lions had that 10-point lead. This was a potential season where the Lions could have stole the NFC North. I know, yeah, you're you're not wrong. I mean, the Vikings are kind of stealing it. Like, you look, and and this is a team that needed fourth-quarter rallies to beat the Lions and the Bears at home. Are they good? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, so, yeah, this was a year where – 
the Lions were three and three right now, or I don't know if they played seven games or, or, or six. I think they played just six. If they were three and three right now, you'd be saying, "Hey, this is not that bad." If they would have got that win over the Vikings, the Vikings are four and two. You're like, they're a game out. The Packers are in disarray. The Whoa. Lions can make a run at this. Especially the rest of the NFC stinks too. It's not like a wild card of a sponsor just locked up. You look at who's good in the NFC West, who's good in the NFC South. <laughs> I mean, nobody. So yeah, this it was a bad year for the Lions to to be disappointing. Sure was. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us uh, here on the huge show across Michigan. The great stories, you know, we talk about some of the negatives. Uh, Jets, Giants, uh, the Chiefs minus Tyree Kill, the Bills you just talked about uh, who won at Kansas City, the Chiefs, what they did to the Niners uh, yesterday in McCaffrey's debut. I just, uh, or debut at least with the team. It, I'm telling you, it, it, the league seems to be really top-heavy, and then there's a, a, the bottom feeders and a lot of teams in the middle. Yeah, it almost seems like everybody's kind of feeling their way out. Like, usually we talk about a team, some teams, the Patriots in particular through the years, use September to kind of figure things out, and they're not, it's almost their preseason. This year it almost seems like that's happening in September and October. <laughs> I mean, there's some teams that really haven't figured out what they are yet. Now, you know, you didn't even mention this, and nobody wants to hear this. I realize that. The Dallas Cowboys are a heck of a story. That Dallas Cowboys, who had this miserable offseason, everybody wrote them off. They had this horrible week one loss where they just got blasted by the Buccaneers, lost Dak Prescott, and everybody, including myself, I'm not hiding from that, said the Dallas Cowboys are done. They are absolutely toast for 2022. And here we are. They are, you know, they're 5-2. They just, or 4-2, whatever they are. They, they got Dak Prescott back. They've had some quality wins. They have maybe the best defense in football. The Dallas Cowboys are a heck of a story after everybody wrote them off after week one. Everybody. I don't think there was anybody out there saying, no, no, the Cowboys are going to weather this and be the fourth best team in football. Yeah, and what they did to the Lions, Lions had their chances to beat them. As a matter of fact, if you look outside of their loss to uh, um, Tampa, and you look at the loss against the Eagles, I'm talking Cowboys, Lions had their chances to get them uh, in the first half, early second half, and they just couldn't get it done. I, I love their defense. Uh, Dak back uh, is big, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're one of the great stories uh, in the NFC. But the NF- I'm trying to figure out, okay, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago last time you were on, Frank. If you did the NFC power poll, right, the, obviously Philly would stand at the top of that list and, and there'd be no debate, right? You know, you're looking at the best teams – in the NFC, now now you roll in and you're going to name the second best team in the NFC. And I, am I going to, God forbid, say the New York Giants? <laughs> I mean, I, I put Dallas number two easily. Like, not even a question. I, and that's just in my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in three weeks that'll look stupid. But number three on that list, is it the Giants? It really might be. It really, oh, the gosh. third best team in the NFC might be the New York Giants. Who... I can't. I think I might be wrong. I, I'm, I'm getting all these numbers wrong because now we've had bye week, so it screws me up. But I believe in six of their seven games, they've trailed going into the fourth quarter, and they're somehow six and one. I, I just what they've done is just remarkable. It's unsustainable, but they're winning, so it doesn't matter. You're six and one in the NFC. You're going to make the playoffs unless you just absolutely positively collapse. Brian Dayball has just instilled this team with confidence, and I think that. So much of 
sports maybe, and especially NFL football in a short season, is just, do you believe? Uh, the Detroit Lions don't believe. They don't. You can see it. Like they just, you know, Jamal Williams fumbled at the goal line yesterday. And it's like that's the game. Like they're not. They're not <laughs> bouncing back from that. Whereas the New York Giants, because Brian Dayball is coming in and instilled a different culture. They're down in the fourth quarter and they don't care. They they just figure we're gonna we've done this before. We're gonna find a way to win, and they do time after time. I just I, th- th- that's an intangible thing. We can look at their, you know, here are their receivers and they're not any good, and their defense is this and that, but. They have the confidence that, hey, we're just going to win. We're going to figure out a way. And I give Dayball a ton of credit for that. And I mean, even with some other really, really good coaches in the NFL, you have Robert Sala is doing a great job. I think Mike McCarthy's done a great job. There's been a few of them. I think Brian Dayball might win Coach of the Year unanimously if you voted today. He's been that good in turning around the Giants. Can't wait for the Jets and the Giants in the Super Bowl. And we'll check in with Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> we'll see where these two teams go. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, you know, I, this conversation in Michigan where people are like, well, Dan Campbell needs another year. I heard it with Morningweg. I heard it with Patricia Marinelli. We can go down the Lions, former coaches list, uh, Schwartz. Uh, I, I just look at Dan Campbell, and my honest opinion is when things hit the fan, when they're going well on the field – he has that air of confidence. It's easier to portray a head coach. But when they hit the fan, his adjustments and lack of and how him and his staff have been massively outcoached in-game uh, has shown since that great start. It really hasn't. And it's shown last year, for the most part, outside of a few games at the end where they got it right. Yeah, yeah and I agree. And, I mean, as we sit here, I didn't think this would be the case. But you have to be honest – uh, if this team goes four and thirteen, and they certainly look like it's a four and thirteen type of team right mm, now. You got to anyway. fire them. You have to fire them. Does, you'd have to, right? Like yes. I can't imagine you just be like, we've had back to back four win seasons. We got to bring them back for a third year. I just, I don't know. Well, I think to have to start over, but man, I don't know if he could survive it. Not you know the NFL and coaching in particular. I'll say that college. You know, you're watching how quick like Chris got moved out at uh, whiskey that. With the money that's being paid, with the attention to your team and and how they're dissected, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, go down the list, 9,000 channels, your longevity is totally based on wins and losses at the college and pro level right now with that type of money out there. Oh, entirely. I mean, I'm based in Colorado, and people want Nathaniel Hackett fired right now. He's a bad, he's a bad head coach, I'll be honest. He, he's another guy in over his skis. He is, and there's no doubt about that. But when in our lifetimes has we ever been firing a coach after seven games, other than maybe Urban Meyer? But that was more, man, there was there was a lot going on with Urban Meyer other than just wins and losses. Like, he was a, just a disaster from the start. Hackett's not winning games. His offense isn't working. It's not like he's a bad guy or anything. It's just the Denver fans wanted him gone in September, and I was like, "Come on, this, that's ridiculous. We're not. This is not the SEC. Like, you're not firing an NFL head coach after three games. That's not going to. But now we're seven games in, and 
Broncos fans were leaving the stadium when they were down 16-9 yesterday in the fourth quarter. They were just like, no, we're done with this team. And a new ownership group is going to be like, whoa, we need to do something. Can't get rid of the quarterback. He's stuck because that contract, the head coach has got to go. I don't, I, I, honestly, as I sit here, I don't know that Nathaniel Hackett lasts one year, a full year with the Broncos. And that was never the case. That was, ne- I mean, for years and years and years, it was unheard of for even one and done was rare, but less than one. And now we might have that two years in a row. Oh, man, you're right. It is. The landscape is entirely changing. I'm not saying that uh, Campbell should be fired in Detroit in season. I'm talking about at the end of the year. If yeah. the body of work says four and 13, don't tell me about your half a game improvement from the year before. I, I need to see this team somehow scratch out, you know, Six and you know, eleven, uh, seven and ten, and you had this great run at the end, and uh, you blew a couple of games you should have won, and it would have been close to five hundred. I think that's a survivable uh, number in my mind for Campbell and his coaches to get another year. Yeah, and I always say it's contextual because not all records are the same. I mean, if let's say that, you know, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown's done for the season and DeAndre Swift never comes back and Jared Goff gets hurt in the next game and they end up somehow winning five games, like you might be like, hmm, that wasn't that bad. Like, you know, so it's all contextual and I hate just putting a, a number on it. Like, you have to win six games. But I think if it just continues like this, where what is there, what is there to hang your hat on with the Detroit Lions right now? If their offense isn't even scoring touchdowns anymore, now you just got a bad offense, a bad defense, and a losing team. Like There's nothing really where you can look at and point to and say, well, this, this is going right. It's not bouncing our way right now, but these things are going, you can't even say that right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's all, we'll see. We'll, we'll see at the end of the season what it looks like, but I don't disagree with you on the premise that there's he's, he's got to win some games the rest of the year. I, I just, again, it would be hard to sell the Lions fans on, yeah, we're giving this guy a third year even though he has seven wins through two years. Amen. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, checking in here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Well done. Love the conversation. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. I appreciate it. All right, Frank Schwab joining us. National perspective is good on the Lions because we all get blinded by the Honolulu blue light. Wrapped up in a fumble at the one. When I watch it on DVR, I had a beautiful day. Like I said, golfed at Tullymore, came home, watched the game on DVR. Why? It was, it was interesting that when I was wrapping up the golf, I said, hey, I was golfing at Tullymore, and I missed the game. What did I miss? And some of the comments, well, I can't read them on air on the Huge Show Facebook and Twitter pages. It is a Moneyline Monday. You got the Patriots and the Bears. I would think the Patriots are going to roll uh, the Bears tonight. So get in on the action. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to always get the hookups. And the NBA season is back. Pistons need to play some defense, but they're scoring points. So the over always looks pretty good when the Pistons are playing. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a huge deal for new customers. Now, the new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if their team wins. 
Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And you can make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. And also don't forget about the stepped-up same-game parlays. Everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, not just the new customers, can boost their winnings up to 100%. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Opt in and place a stepped-up same-game parlay, maybe on the Patriots and the Bears tonight. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook app is where I go to bet on the NFL, college football, NHL, and the NBA, and more. Soccer, golf, auto racing. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Get his thoughts on Michigan State being a 21-and-a-half-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board at Michigan Saturday night. Comp on the rivalry game. He'll check in from East Lansing next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Week 7 in the NFL had the Lions on the road to take on the Dallas Cowboys and things did not go according to plan. Five turnovers, including two interceptions thrown by Jared Goff, along with three fumbles lost, two by Goff and one by Jamal Williams, had Detroit minus four in the turnover margin, and that was the story of their 20 four to six loss. That's what I'm charged with, and so it doesn't matter who we have or what we're doing or who we're playing. I mean, the, the bottom line is you got to find a way to, to win, and I, I really felt like we were on track to do that, and then, you know, we, you know, we made those couple mistakes that killed us, the turnovers, you know, and I guess an opponent this good, it's good luck. The Lions fall to one and five on the season with the Miami Dolphins coming to town next Sunday at 1 p.m. on CBS. Meyer has just what we need for Halloween. I'll get you three-pound bag of Michigan-grown apples for 99 cents. Ah, buy one, get one, 50% off Halloween cosmetics. And 20% off kids' Halloween costumes. I want to sink my teeth into Jack's frozen pizza. Three for ten dollars. Mom, Dad, can we get our groceries now? <laughs> Discover something spooky and get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices, no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Cleveland here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com is standing by. I did tell you that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan State is an early 21.5 point underdog at Michigan on Saturday night. I think Comp... Last week when I asked you that, your prediction on what the spread would be, I think you hit 21 and a half right on the number. Is that what I said? Yeah. I think it was Thursday, last time we talked, whenever it was, Wednesday, Thursday last week, uh, maybe even earlier. And I said, what do you think your early gut on the spread? And you said, I think Michigan State will be a 21 and a half point underdog. And they are right now. And I think it'll grow from there. I think more Michigan, more money will go on Michigan. I suspect it might be 22 or 23 by the time they kick off. How, how does Michigan State beat uh, Michigan? A lot of people ask me this question, and I'm like, I think Michigan has to give them short fields, turnovers, pick sixes, punt returns. I don't think State straight up beats them. You're right. Michigan's the better team, and the better team doesn't always win in college football. You know that, but... Um, there's a string of things that need to go favorably. The short field, that, that needs to be one. I mean, Michigan State's going to need a punt return for a touchdown from Jaden Reed, something like that. Provided they can make Michigan punt, you know. Um, need to punt, you know, one or two big plays on special teams. Uh, you know, at least a plus two advantage in turnovers. Turnovers were a big part of Michigan State's comeback victory last year. So those things need to be part of it. But also, just to get there, Michigan State cannot be steamrolled in ground defense first. You know, Michigan's been running the ball great against everybody. I mentioned last week that Michigan State's not as good as Penn State, and that's true right now from top to bottom. But uh, but Michigan State's run defense will be better than Penn State's. I thought Penn State's gap integrity was atrocious in that game, just not getting people into gaps um, consistently and effectively, and that's not a big surprise if you watched the Miami Hurricane defense last year against Michigan State. So uh, I think Michigan State will be more gap sound on defense. I think Michigan State has good defensive tackles, better defensive tackles than Penn State. And Jacoby Winman playing middle linebacker for Michigan State makes Michigan State stronger between the tackles against the run also. I think Michigan will attack the edges. I think Michigan State could be a little bit soft at corner and defensive end against the run. So I think Michigan might look to run outside a little more in this game. But, hey, you know, Michigan State's pass defense has been so questionable the last year and a half. That's a, that's another question. Does does Michigan go to the air right away? Do they wait and, and do it at their own at, at, at their own discretion, or do they get carried away? Maybe trying to establish the run too long, which could shorten the game. So, how can Michigan State win? 
a number of things. We touched on a few of them. Stopping the run, first of all. Then you need some cooperation from Michigan. If they, if they, if, if they can contain the run and Michigan spends a lot of clock getting the run going without the big explosive 50-yard touchdown, um, that can shorten the game and, 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 and you know, keep things re- relatively competitive. And then you have to play great red zone defense like they did last year. Michigan's going to drive. Make them drive and kick field goals if possible. It's a long list, but it's possible. How healthy, uh, before I let you go, Comp, and we'll talk later in the week more about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night. One note for those of you listening on 96 One, the game in Grand Rapids, I'll be having a huge rivalry watch party with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade. All Brands locations across the state will have Michigan and Michigan State on all their TVs Saturday night. Uh, the health of the Spartans going into the Michigan game? It's better. You know, they, they got some key players back on the field for the Wisconsin game, and it showed with Xavier Henderson out there. Communication was better in pass defense. Jacob Slade back at defensive tackle. He's still not quite the Jacob Slade he was last year, but he played a little bit. He played quite a bit, about 30 snaps or so. Then a bye week, so both of those players back on the field, then bye week, so you expect those two guys to get better. So it's a new defense. We have Slade in there and Henderson back and Winman at middle linebacker. It's a completely it's a different defense up the middle. So... Those two should be back. Kendall Brooks, I mean, they're not saying anything officially, but I'm kind of thinking he might be back. He's a hard-hitting safety they could use in this game also as they need to stop the run. But uh, a lot of the health stuff is still pretty quiet. Cop, we'll talk later in the week. Get your prediction on the Spartans at the Wolverines. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan and Michigan State Athletics Rivalry Week. Gear up for your home house party. Gear up for your tailgate at your local Meyer, And get the gear and everything you need for Michigan and Michigan State at your local Meyer. One final segment straight ahead. That is one final segment, Superfly. Our computers, man, we, you know, we're at the mercy I never make a mistake, nor do you. And we just had, it's, it's been one of those days. But I'm okay with it. I had the perfect, like, little out there. I sound a really big-time professional, like, network level. And then the computer that Bill Gates first used in 1987 when he invented it. Superfly, you're the best. You are, kid. You got a big future in radio. Callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. 
All of our huge show social network reads are presented by the Grand Rapids Gold. The Denver Nuggets G League team will now play all home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And the first one is November 10th. Get your tickets now. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Segment on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. Get the hookups. What a great day. Felt like summer out at Railside Golf Club in Byron Center. Had our annual Michigan-Michigan State Week HUGE show, Rivalry Cup. I do want to thank Jim Bolton and his team. We'll talk to Jimmy in a moment. Also, Dale Descrange from Mizuno for providing the four wedges for the closest to the pins on the par threes. Jim Baltimore, the GM at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center, Michigan. He is standing by here on the Huge Show. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Billy. What a great day. Yeah, it was. It felt like the last four days felt like a yeah. bonus summer in Michigan. I know your club was packed and crazy over the weekend. Tullymore was nuts. Uh, over the weekend, and thanks so much, Jim. Everybody that I talked to uh, that had arrived and some that I ran into before I left and had to jump back down to the radio station here at the 96.1 studios just talked about how they were treated, how great the course uh, was, and also to your maintenance team, getting those leaves all blown off here uh, with fall weather in Michigan. Just the perfect day. Great. Tell your cook and staff the chili and dogs were fantastic. Great day, and uh, your your guests were awesome as well. I can give you an update on the final score. Yes. It actually came down to the last match, and U of M snuck it out 177 to 174. 177, 174. My God. Yeah. If, if that would have been the Lions trailing at the end, they would have lost 170 to 101. Yeah, correct. Hey, we had Tudor Dixon on earlier. I know when I popped in after our first nine, it was three nine-hole matches today, uh, there there was a little commotion, and I saw that, that everything was blocked off, and I'm thinking, oh, God, what the huge show listeners already do? And then <laughs> you said Tudor Dixon was filming a, a TV commercial inside the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center, and I asked you, yes. I said, hey, ask if the, she wants to come on the show. That would be great, and we just had her on about an hour ago. Awesome. She's a big sports fan, and uh, great to have you. And uh, one would think it would have been your fan club that we had to partition the club off from, but I don't think they uh, 
they came out. No, I was thinking they already raided the beer cooler, and you were overrun, Jim, because it's a Monday, which is normally short staffs at a country club, even though your restaurant is open to the public, along with the pavilion. I thought my, when I saw things, because it wasn't cordoned off when I got there about 730, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep swiftly moving. Let's get back out to the other nine. They're like, what are you in a hurry for? I go, oh, I think the huge show listeners have done something. Let's just get moving. Yep, exactly. No, uh, a great day, great group of guys, um, great matches, and uh, should be a great game this weekend. I'm going to flip the script on you here, Billy. And since it's a huge opinion Monday, give me uh, one key for Michigan and one key for Michigan State this weekend. Hey, Jimmy, taking over the damn show? What's going on here? Yeah. Is that uh, I think the key for Michigan State, Peyton Thorne, quarterbacks that have won in this rivalry have had great days like Rocky Lombardi, believe it or not, did – Best day of his career. I think Peyton Thorne needs to come up big for Michigan State to win. And I really think uh, Michigan needs to play turnover-free football. If they do that, I think Michigan will win by double digits. Good question, Jim. Thank you so much. Appreciate the partnership. Uh, The Rivalry Cup uh, was a huge success. My best to you, your team, and anybody looking to rent the pavilion for a wedding reception, Christmas party, business get-together, or even the restaurant and bar open to the public at Railside and Byron Center. Check them out. Uh, we'll see you soon, Jim. Sounds good, Billy. Have a good week. Yeah, he's a good man. Knows a lot of people. And he threw the good question back at me. I like that. I should do a segment where I tell people, you, get, you give me your huge question of the day. If you miss anything, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.